0: Welcome to Transparent Homeschooling with Carla Givens. This is the podcast where we just talk about all things homeschooling. We talk about the real and the raw moments and the good moments and all the moments in between. I love having people on here to just chat about their lives and about the reasons for homeschooling and anything that they just want to talk about. Today on the show, I have Amanda Morrow. She has been one of my good friends for the past few years. She is a full-time or more than full-time working mother who also homeschools her three children she discusses on this show a lot about how she balances her work life and her home life so if you are someone who is also working either part-time or full-time in the home outside of the home i just think that you will be encouraged and inspired by her words she is has always been such an encouraging friend and the her love for the lord just shines through in everything she does. She really does glorify him in all that she does and that's just so apparent. As soon as you as soon as you meet her, you just you just see that love shining through. So I'm just really excited for you to hear what all she has to say. I had a lot of fun um, doing this episode with her, we actually had some technical issues at first. So, like the first 20, maybe maybe 20 minutes that we tried to do this, we had to keep restarting. So it's actually I didn't get to talk to her as long as I would have liked. I know some of my past episodes are a little bit longer, but that's okay. The quality is there. You will really enjoy listening to all that she has to say. She just has so much to offer the world and so much to offer you guys. And if you guys have any questions or just any comments or anything like that, go to Instagram or Facebook and search for Transparent Homeschooling. Or you can even email me at transparenthomeschooling at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to hear what you would like to hear on this podcast I have a lot of interviews coming up with people that I'm really excited to talk to but I just I would like some more ideas too because I don't want to always talk about the same thing so if you have any thoughts or any ideas or any questions or anything like that please reach out and let me know and just let me know that you're listening, because we, I just like to know. I just like to know who's listening and what you guys think. I have heard from several people that are really enjoying it, and it just makes me happy because that's what we're doing this for. So, um, please enjoy this episode with Amanda Morrow. Like I said, she is a realtor. She works for um, Remax Exceptional Properties, and if you need a realtor in the Middle Tennessee area, she is your girl. She is amazing at what she does. And she really loves, she genuinely loves her clients. And she would just be a fabulous person to work with. So, without further ado, here is the episode four with Amanda Morrow on transparent homeschooling. Hey Amanda, how are you doing? Hey girl, how's it going? Good, thanks for being on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm actually surprised that you, want, <laughs> you wanted to interview oh, me. Oh, uh, I think people will love hearing what all you have to say and how you just balance everything that you do. I think you are so amazing and inspiring actually, so oh, I, I, think that, I think it's going to be great. So, oh, I'm glad you have confidence in me. <laughs> Well, I know all about you, but tell the listeners just a little bit about your family and your kids.
1: Sure, sure. So I'm married to Jeremy. Um, We have three kiddos. We have a fourth grader. We have a third grader. We have a pre-K-5 who may or may not, we may may decide to do kindergarten. Emotionally, he's ready for kindergarten, but academically, um, he's the third child. (laughs) So he doesn't know
0: all of his letters yet. Um, I have one of
1: those. (laughs) Things my other kids knew at like two. I'm like, oh, he'll get it.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. So Wyatt is the same way. I think I told you he did not think he needed to learn letters or how to read. But (laughs) but you know what? The past few weeks has been a complete turnaround because I made like our little preschool area in our classroom and I try to make it fun for him. He spelled his name the other day and it was so exciting that I I I cried. I cried like big, ugly tears. Like, I'm so excited for you. I didn't think you would ever learn this, you know. Oh, I'm proud of him. But then we have days like today, he was like, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) you have plenty of time and they can change you know each year each week whatever so at least you have that option to to decide when to put him in and it's okay yeah
1: I really I I haven't overthought it it's just that I know for sure he's our last and so honestly selfishly I have been like so glad that he had a July birthday (laughs) yeah I mean he can stay with me another year but I'm not really sure that's best for him so I guess we'll see yeah.
0: And you can always change later, I think, especially if you keep homeschooling.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll talk about that in a little bit. So I want to go into how you used to homeschool. So we actually met years ago at our homeschool co-op and you started out as a homeschooler and then you, you know, you put your kids in school for a little bit and now you're back. So I just want you to talk about that a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, um, so if there's a way for, to school your children, we have done all of them. I'm positive. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So we homeschooled right out the gate just because we had, we had friends of ours that were several steps ahead of us in parenting that we just so admired their parenting and the product of their parenting, like what their, what their teenagers were looking like and what that was. So I'm just going to be real with you. I didn't even pray about it. I was just like, if they can do it, like I'm, you know, I love my babies and I'm a quality time person. So I was like, I'm going to keep them with me (laughs) longer. And if they can do it, I can do it. So that's kind of how I hopped into homeschooling.
0: That is Um, really surprising to me, knowing you. You are not the type of person to just jump into anything, especially without praying about it. So that's very surprising. No, yeah, I didn't.
1: I didn't. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I didn't, but I was just like, well, I mean, you know, I really admire these parents and they're great godly people and look at the product that they, you know, this is just great. So I was like, I want my kids to look like that when they're teenagers. So that's really, Jeremy and I were like, yeah, we, you know, we can do this. (laughs) (laughs) So we ended up, um, we homeschooled Emory, our oldest, for two complete years, and we used a Becca then, so really just kindergarten for Sloan then, and then I had a moment at the end of that year that it was something, like, I'm very methodical, and I think, I'm very just analytical, I think things over, probably to a fault. But this is one of those times where it was like um, a knee-jerk reaction. But (laughs) once that into motion, we had a really hard day, and I was tired of the tears. And so I'm just like, you know what? You want to do this? You want to act that way? Then you can just go to public school. And then the child was like, sure. Well, okay, so we were finished with our curriculum, and I thought, you know what, maybe this will give me some perspective. You know, after all, I didn't pray about it in first place. Mm-hmm. I just need some perspective, like, what is it like on the other side? So we sent them to public school. We didn't have, like, any, like, pivotal, you know, it was just really for six weeks, so, um, but the next year, yeah, I kept on waiting all summer, like, am I going to go back to homeschooling? Are we going to put them back in, in public school? I really just didn't have a reason not to put them in public school. So we started that year and then we had a big reason to pull them out. So, (laughs) so it was like, it was not for us, but that, but it was like a very, I realized that the likelihood of what happened to us, would probably never happen to anybody else in a million years. It just, we were like, you know what, this is really not for us. So we moved them over to a private school, which I thought how in the world um, are we going to be able to do this? We were planning on sending them to private school later um, was the thought, but not like at second and (laughs) first grade. So, so well, but we did in the Lord. um, He just so blessed my business during this time. And so we were able to, he opened all the doors to go, to go there. And we loved our little school that we were a part of. Although I will tell you, and you know, this is because we're friends in my mind, I still identify as a homeschool mother, like, (laughs) we've done all of the things, but, like, we just align mentally, I align with, like, our beliefs, and it seems like I have more in common with homeschool mothers, just in general, with the way we want our kids to turn out, and our parenting strategies, and, you know, our cell phone policies, (laughs) all the things, so, but we did, we had a really great experience, uh, but this COVID stuff through our family for the biggest loop. and words I thought I'd never utter in 2020, <laughs> looks like we're homeschooling again. Yay! <laughs> Came out of my mouth. I called Christina, um, our, our mutual friend and was like almost in tears. I was like, Christina, I'm like, I'm good. it looks like I need to homeschool, um, and, like, I'm thinking I've failed my kids. My kids have schooled every which way possible. Like, you know how you do. Um, and she said to me, she said, Amanda, your kids are going to be the most flexible children yeah. ever. Like, they are going to be so flexible. Do not even worry about it. And I had a paradigm shift because I thought, I'm not going to beat myself up over this. I'm doing the very best that I can. Yeah. And it's okay that change has happened. And so we're just going to move forward. So, I was really grateful for the because that really has caused me to view all of this in
0: a completely different light. Right, and I mean that's that's the big thing about homeschooling too is being flexible, being flexible, right? And so, <laughs> which I mean, you know is
1: a strength that I have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say that it's not, but honestly, just hearing you talk about all this and how you jumped into homeschooling and then you pulled them right out and you know, like you are pretty flexible. You may not feel, oh it, gosh, you may not feel it on the inside, but it's there. <laughs> oh,
1: thank, thank you I've just I've given myself whiplash just going through all of this <laughs> all of the changes well
0: let's um, pack up, let's back up a little bit okay so you were talking about your business when did that start in all of this because you did not when you started homeschooling you did not have your built your business so talk about that right. a little bit
1: yeah so when we got the second one potty trained oh, sorry the third potty trained our pastor had done a sermon several months before and he was just, it was about David and Goliath and about like, what's in your hand, you know, David had a rock in his hand, it's like what's in your hand to, to further the kingdom. And, you know, I really pondered that for a while and I was really looking for something to use my giftings and talents, but still be mom number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and be that steady forces at the time. Jeremy was working really long hours. I mean, he still does, but given COVID he's at home some. So like, what can I do that I'm passionate about? That's in my hand. That's not a stretch. And I grew up in a family of uh, realtors and contractors in our local area. And so that's like, that's what I know. in in a pre-mom world, I worked in corporate construction for a, a large company here in Nashville. And so that just wasn't a stretch and that's not, doesn't come easy to everybody. And so that's what we talked about our dinner table. And I was like, you know what? Financially we we're fine. the Lord, you know, has always taken care of us, but I was never in a position where I could turn around at the grocery and be like, "Hey, let me grab your groceries too." Or, you know, so I just thought I am going to use what's in my hand, If I'm going to go to school, I'm going to do this, and so I got my real estate license just with the idea that we're going to be a blessing to others, and you know, we're going to provide just a little extra for us to go on vacations, and that's how it all started. But, <laughs> but it has morphed into. The Lord has blessed my business in a way that would
0: make me want to ugly cry. Um, amazing! i have just—it's just inspiring to watch all that you've done in the past. What year? Two years? Yeah. So I have my
1: real estate license. I guess three. Coming up on three years, um, and that, there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for sure. But but God's been in the middle of all of it, so I know, and for His glory, not mine. But I'm just so grateful that I get to be the hands that He blesses and to help these families, because you really get to know families. I mean, you know, when your finances are involved and you're going through the, it's a, it's a great opportunity to be able to witness to folks and, you know, show them the peace that passes all understanding if they don't already have that. And, and, and not to mention on the back end, just, being able to bless people with the business. It's just been great. I'm so grateful that I get to do that every day and it doesn't feel like a job at all. So, I mean, like we were just talking about that before we started recording. I just love watching you operate in your calling. And it's not, it's not a stretch. Like, you know, just very, it flows very easy with our lives. Um, yeah. I don't have to stress to do it. So that's anyway, amazing. so yeah, that's it. So-
0: so how is that this year now that you're homeschooling though? Is it a bit more of a stretch now that you're trying to balance your work in your homeschool or how is that working? Well, as
1: you know, um, like I said before, we, <laughs> if there's a way to school your children, we have done it at this point. So we, um, I asked some friends that I trust, um, do you have any suggestions? I really need to hire somebody to come to our house. Well, I'm backing up. The reason why we decided to homeschool this year was just for stability. Because even though our private school was amazing we had no clarity, as nobody does, no clarity about what this, this year was going to look like, how our kids were going to end up learning, distance learning for us was a nightmare, and having homeschooled before, I was like, homeschooling is way easier than this, (laughs) let me just go back to what I know that I can do, and, but I just, we just felt like that was the most stable option for us, but I was like, Lord, like, what am I supposed to do? You so clearly want me to do this with our business, you know, but I also so clearly am mom first and we've got to figure out like, you've got to send help. you got to send help. So, so we were fortunate enough. We had a sweet friend and it was totally the Lord that opened the doors because um, she had just that day sought a position and mentioned it to this person, and she was a teacher, just like we were looking for. And I asked that person that day, and so it just was all boom, boom, boom. So she's so great. She comes to our house two days a week, and I have, I take time on Sunday, and I get, I mean, you know me, like I mean, like, processes and system, but I have to, because my favorite saying is, you make a plan for your time, or your, ta- your time will make a plan for you. <laughs> so, um, Sunday's, like, I get everything prepared for her to come, and all of the, you know, we have this file folder, which they're day one, day two, day three, you know, so that way Brenna can pick it up and then, you know, the rest of the week I can take it and run with it. So she comes on Monday and Tuesdays. Um, and that has been what has this year has been able to make it all work that and just really good systems, which I can still improve on. Um, but I have to have, I have to be really thoughtful and mindful of the things that I know have coming up in the day and my systems in place. So that way I can make it all go like it's supposed to.
0: I know you are you've always been so organized you'll be proud of me I've been a lot more structured and organized this year and so I on Sundays too I've been planning our schedule for the week and I mean like eight o'clock we do this nine o'clock we do this like actually Well, my kids want it like, you know, me, I, I get a lot done, but I don't have to have a schedule. Like I'm not one that has to get up and work out at five o'clock every morning or I won't do it. Like I'm just, that's not how I operate. But if I had a business outside the home, I would have to operate that way. I can totally see how that would be beneficial, but my kids, they just, they were wanting more structure. In fact, they're, I think that they would like to try out public school without actually like really saying it. Like they just, they just wanted to feel more like a school. So we're doing this and it's been working really well, but then we're also flexible sometimes. So I think if there's a good balance of, we have our schedule and we can follow it and it works really well, but sometimes we just throw it out the window, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm, I'm so surprised to hear these things coming out of your mouth. In fact, I've been listening to the podcast and I was like, what? Carla planning?"
0: <laughs> well, you know what, now that I'm adding Wyatt, I just have to, like my, ki- my other kids, In the past, they've been more like me. Like we can get up and have a slow morning, even though we get up early. So I say slow morning, a slow morning for us. We still start everything by like 830, you know, Right. (laughs) (laughs) you know, they would get up and play and I would drink my coffee and whenever I would still like, Hey, let's go start some school. They'd be like, okay, let's go. Well, Wyatt is not like that. He needs to have mm-hmm. like, this is school time and this is playtime. And his school time is only like 30 minutes right now. Right. But <laughs> he needs to know when it's going to be and what he can do when it's over. And I don't know, that just works better for him. And even with my other kids, once I started a chore chart, it just, they know what they have to do and they do it without me telling them to. And that's kind of how it's been with our school schedule too. And I'm not saying it's always going to be like this. But right now, that's what's working for us, and it's a little bit harder for me just because I'm not naturally like that, but I've actually enjoyed it, and it's been going well, and I've been able to kind of fit in more of my things, which I also don't have a nursing baby anymore. I think that couldn't really work for me when I was up every couple of hours and nursing a baby throughout the day. A schedule just didn't work, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think that organization was definitely a downfall of my previous homeschooling attempts just because... The curriculum that we had was very it was made for the classroom Mm -hmm. and I'm a finisher and a taskmaster. So like if there were ten workbook pages, I had a really hard time being like, actually my kid only needs three today. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're gonna do the work (laughs) thing. We're gonna (laughs) do it until it's done. (laughs) Right. So I struggled with and you know this, but mm, I struggled with making it fun Mm -hmm. because it was just more about getting it completed for me, and so this time I'm just—I mean, I really think this year has taught me a lot of things. But I'm just find joy in every day. Yay. Um, you know, you know, just find joy in every day and find joy in the process instead of trying to hurry to get to the end. You know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome. So Everett is more like that now. He's like especially with the schedule, he's like, all right, let's just check it off and move to the next thing. And I'm like, no, we, we're going to make sure that we explore this, this topic and that, you know, it before we move to the next thing. So I think he has a little bit of that and and I don't. And so we butt heads sometimes, but I think it's good. It's good for all of us to kind of find a balance there. Yeah, totally (laughs) agree. Totally agree. So you're okay. So you have your tutor that comes two days a week. And I think it's great that you talked about that. Cause I have some friends who are just starting homeschooling this year who have come from public school. I was just talking to somebody about it the other day, actually. And um, they have a part-time job and they're trying to figure out how to balance balance both. And so, I mean, I think it's great that you said that cause it's okay to have help, even if it's not somebody coming in to help educate your kids. If you have somebody coming in to help like clean your house or make your dinner or something like it's okay to have people to come in and help. Right.
1: Oh Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I even thought about it just so happened that we were able to find a teacher, but I even was thinking, okay, who, who do I know that's an elementary ed, like not with their degree, you know, like what teenager has babysat that's now at a place where I'd feel like, you know, I, I had no issue raising my hand because we're called to be mama's first, you know, and we're called to be wives and all the other stuff, you know, some of it has to fall to the wayside, and it's okay to (laughs) (laughs) to say, I need, I need a little bit of extra help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's great that you know your strengths, and you know when to ask for help. That's an important lesson to learn, and that's something that I'm still trying to figure out, and trying to learn. So your tutor that comes, does she do a lot of the teaching, or do you do that, and then you just kind of tell her, like, what tasks to do? How does that work?
1: Yeah, so our curriculum we've been using this year sunlight because I thought uh, we've got readers at our house. Um, my oldest daughter, I mean, she has a book in her face all the time. Um, I love so, that, <laughs> love it. So I thought, well, sunlight's really literature rich. Um, yeah. So I thought, let's add a little. Hopefully, this will add a little fun for us. So honestly, I mean, it teach. I mean, it teaches itself. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, she had a she has a teaching degree. But between like, you know, the binders are broken down in such a way that anybody, my mom could come in for a day and be like, (laughs) so there's talking points in there and questions. And so I just refresh myself really good on Sunday and I try not to rush that. So that way I really have a good understanding of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And granted, they're not like, you know, we're not in middle school yet. We're not in high school. So they're concepts that I'm still really comfortable with. And so Brenna, actually, she gets it too. And so we just kind of go day one, day two, and it's all laid out. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's perfect for you. Yes.
0: So do you like it a lot more than Rebecca?
1: A ton better. Yeah. Good. Um, But now, like, when the books arrived, there are so many books. And even though I have readers, you would think that I read a ton. I don't. (laughs) i read a lot of contracts and things that pertain to what i do but like but like just picking up a book for fun and reading i'd rather like put on an episode of the duggars (laughs) oh that's hilarious i love it mindless entertainment so um but they love it so when we unpack the books i was like oh my lanta like this is a lot of this is a lot of books for both of them um But it has been fun, and I don't feel like we have to get it all done,
0: um, which is what I I know, right? (laughs) Look, we're like switching personalities here.
1: (laughs) But likely we will. I mean, you know, we've got through the summer,
0: so likely we will read them at some point. Um so, but yeah I, I always want to get all of our books completed, but I don't have to do every single workbook page because our so our curriculum, there's a lot of pages in there. And even says in the teacher's manual, like don't feel like you have to do all of these pages. A lot of it you can just discuss and not have to actually write down. And I'm totally fine with that. I do finish the book <laughs> but I don't make them like answer every single question, you know. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm getting better. <laughs> You're doing great. Awesome. So there, it's raining outside my window now, and Juliet's in here playing with toys. So I don't know if you can hear her, but Aww, no, yeah, goes. I was
1: just looking. I see the rain clouds right now, so it must have got to you before
0: me. <laughs> so think back to this first time you started homeschooling, and then this second time that you started homeschooling. What were some fears that you had, or did you have any fears each time?
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> so just to be really honest, I was concerned the very first year with Emery that. Like, oh man, what if she doesn't learn to read?
0: (laughs) Like, you kind of got to learn, you kind of got to know to read, right? (laughs) Yeah, hey, it's hard. It's hard to teach kids how to read. You don't realize how hard it is until you do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and if you mess it up, it's not good. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, it was really great. And I will say, Becca's really great for readers. Like, their readers are fantastic, and I'll probably use them for Patton because. Now they have sentimental attachment because all of our kids' names are on the back
0: of it, you know, when
1: they completed their week. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, I was very, and I, and I also was, and I've heard other mothers say this. I can remember at church being asking and we're in children's ministry. So I had like, you know, that age group, like, what are you, what are you working on at school? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) I used to, I used to text my friends regularly, like, okay, what is she doing in this subject right now and like I would compare to make sure I don't do that anymore I don't even think about it anymore but that used to be big for me Is just like yeah. comparing and I think that's what most people do honestly I think that we fall yeah. into that trap of constantly comparing but
1: I will say that all of my fears and anxieties about that were completely erased when we did finally test them for school Oh, I mean, yeah. we're like ridiculously off the charts and I'm not a teacher like you are like, that is definitely not. I mean, but I was like, Oh man, we did it. I just started."
0: That's amazing. So yeah. because of that, are you more confident this time?
1: Yeah, I have no concerns about it. In fact, um, I feel like last night when I was cooking, um, I was listening to the podcast from like the last one that you put out and, um, she was talking, well, y'all were talking about simplifying it. Like, why are you doing this? Um, uh, so along those lines, I mean, for our family this year is just keeping things steady, right? So check, you know, kids are steady. I was not concerned about their, their learning at all. Ours is more about just, um, keeping things. I just can't jerk them around and do the yo-yo thing. And I'm grateful to have the opportunity. I don't think I answered your question, Carla. What (laughs) what was your question?
0: (laughs) Uh, You did. No, my question was about, um, your fears like the first time you started versus this time, you answered it. Okay. And, All right. Well, awesome. some,
1: I felt like I was taking the long journey back.
0: That is okay. That's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Somebody told year, me, time, somebody
0: told me the other day that, um, I'd be, I would be really good at this. Cause I have a lot of words and I think you have a lot of words too. So this is perfect. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, monopolize think, the conversation.
1: <laughs> this, this time, like I would say this time, my fear is just it's funny because um, but I feel like the Lord was really, even before the pandemic, the Lord was really tugging on my heart um, about some character building opportunities this year. Um, things that I was noticing in one of my kids that I thought, oh, wow, um, that could lead to some heartbreak later. Um, and so was really kind of, I was messaging, messaging a family that, um, was also at a private school that had previously homeschooled. And I was like, oh, you know, is this concerning? And so the Lord, you know, the Lord was really kind of already dealing with me about homeschooling before it hit me, which is really great. So I didn't feel like the carpet was just yanked out from underneath me, but I guess the fear, one of my kids hurt the character building this year is going to be really great. Um, the other kiddo, I am a little bit fearful. Um, she's not self-aware, Um, not emotionally mature, um, where, I mean, she's crazy smart, crazy smart, but we work on some of those other things, and so the absence of other children every single day, um, I I guess that that probably, that's a very real concern that I still have, and we're just gonna have to move past it, and I'm so thankful for our co-op family that we get to see, at least for right now, every Wednesday, and that's gonna be great, and obviously, when church gets back to normal, there are opportunities that we've got that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something that I still am like, oh, you know, Lord, am I doing the right thing? But this is the most steady thing that we both feel like this is
0: the best thing that we can do for them at the moment. Absolutely. So the first time you did this, I know just because we were, we were friends, I know that you had some struggles, like probably every day you guys struggled, Right. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. We all do. So this time around, do you still have, I mean, I think we all still have struggles, even if we feel like we're rocking it, right? Do you still have some of those same struggles or is it completely different this time?
1: Yeah. Our struggles are not at all learning struggles. It's more about the personalities. (laughs) Yeah. So like the, you know, and just the, there were lots of tears the first time around, but I have a very emotional child. Mm -hmm. Um, and I am not an emotional – I have brothers, and, like, when that starts happening, I just got to shut it down. <laughs> so I just think, like, that's not – we we still have – I mean, we still – but it was not at all like it was the first time around. But we're only four weeks in here. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Well, we are, too, and we've had – we have had lots of meltdowns. We are emotional though. Like I'm an emotional person. All of my kids are emotional. So, I mean, even if like Jeff comes in here and we're all crying, that doesn't mean that it's a terrible day. Like we could be talking at the <laughs> dinner table and it's like, how did today go? There were a lot of tears. Oh, it was fine. You know?
1: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So I was like, learned. what do you do with all Like, I'm just like, could you just tone it down? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've learned not to, So, I'm an an emotional person, and I always have been, but for some reason, I used to struggle with my kids' emotions, and I feel like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't, because I should be more understanding, because obviously they got it for me, just not emotional, you know, (laughs) so this year, I think that partly because we've been at home more, and so we're able to really work through a lot of those things, just being at home and not having to rush out constantly, you know, Um, I've really been able to be more patient with a lot of those things and just talk about it realize that if one of them's crying over a subject, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're having a a really hard time or that they hate it or anything like that. They're just having an emotional moment and we can just talk about it and then keep going and it's okay. That doesn't mean that like, Oh, the day's over. We have to stop everything because you know what I mean? Right.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I think, yeah, you've gotten wisdom and that's definitely um, stuff that is acquired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so on those moments that, um, like moments that you have struggles, what helps you get through? Is there anything oh, like a Bible God, verse, maybe, or a song or just anything? Yeah,
1: I mean, the Lord for sure. I mean, you know, immediately, uh, you know, I'll pray at coffee, you know,
0: me, I'm a, I'm a caffeine connoisseur. Yep, girl. I'm, yeah, I see that. coffee in my hand at four o'clock. <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah just taking a moment yeah but definitely i mean going into this year um you know praying the word's really important to me you know because his word won't return to us void so for for us um you know and always acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths i cling to that all the time (laughs) Uh, yeah commit your words to the lord and your thoughts will be established um i love me some proverbs so yeah i just have to take a moment and recall the
0: recall the Lord's word
1: and and pray and and we'll get past it. That's awesome.
0: I love that. Do you have anything specific to say to new families that may be in your position? Like they came from school because of the pandemic and maybe they are um, trying to balance work life and home life. Like do you just have any like words of wisdom or encouragement or just anything like that to those families?
1: Yeah, I think that we're all just taking things like one day at a time. Uh, and it's okay that we don't know what's going to go on next week. Um, you know, that, that's all right. And that the God's grace is sufficient for today. And, um, you know, just taking each day as it comes, biting it off one, one little bit at a time and not getting too far ahead of yourself. Um, everybody can do this. I, it, it might not be pretty. It might be messy. Um, I realize that everybody's situation is different, um, but I am like more than full-time at my job. Um, and we're still able to make, we're still able to make the four hours a day or more work with our lifestyle. Um, you know, it may be segmented. It hasn't been thus far though. I've been really thankful. It hasn't been thus far, but if it needs to be some days just go like that and that's okay. Um, I just think that as mamas, we all need to just have grace for ourselves. We give it to everybody else. <laughs> and you know, and so it's okay. Like, and we're not perfect people, and the only person that was perfect was the Lord. Um, and so, and I think also too that we were. I try to tell my kids this all the time. Like, especially going through all of this mess this year, um, it is so encouraging in the Lord that the Lord picked us out for right now. Like, you know, like this is our time. He picked okay. us out because he. And I'm all. I always tell him like. He thought so much of you that he knew that you could be brave enough and withstand the stuff that we're walking through. And so when I start feeling like, oh, this is more than I, you know, the Lord didn't make a mistake. Like I'm four right now and I'm raising kids for right now. Yeah. And um, so anyway, so that's my encouragement.
0: <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Do you have anything specific just hearing you talk about that made me realize that I actually have been meaning to ask some people this on my podcast. Do you have a specific like Bible study or Christian study that you do with your kids? Like for Scarlett and I, we have a specific like mother daughter Bible study that we do and we're almost done with it. I'm looking for something else. And then I would also like to have a one-on-one with with Everett. It's harder to find one that's like mother son, but do you have anything like that?
1: So we have with our curriculum, They have Bible built in. And so, but I think it's one that you can just purchase. It's called Window of the World. And um, our oldest is very like, she loves cultures and, you know, just learning about geography. And so it's really cool because it ties in your Bible with learning about parts of the world. And you can, and tells you how, like, what their religious freedoms are and how you can pray for them. And so that's the devotion that we've been doing lately. And so it's really sweet to hear my kids at night, like pray for other kids in Chad or, you know, like just different places around the world, you know, so it teaches them about, yeah, so I I really enjoyed that. And, but it's not a one-on-one though, for like specifically for you and Everett or for you and Scarlett, but if you were doing it like a family Bible study, it's really neat.
0: Well, we do a family Christian studies as part of our curriculum, and I love that, and it works, but I've just really, Scarlett and I have really enjoyed the one-on-one time, and you know, we have a lot of kids. Sometimes that's really important to have that, and it's so hard. It's really hard to fit in it, and we don't do it super regularly like not as often as I would like but we are almost done with it and it's been really great and so I'm like already trying to figure out okay what are we going to do next because we need to keep going with this you know
1: <laughs> oh well you're gonna have to fill me in I I you've told me about the other one we haven't done that one so I guess I can piggyback you on your
0: <laughs> it's the same one I it's taking us a long time because we don't do it as regularly as I would like the, the lies girls believe in the truth that sets them free it's the same one. We're okay, just all, okay. we're almost done with it though. And it's been so great. Like I'm on, honestly, I'm going a little bit slower with it now because I don't want it to be over. <laughs> oh, but that's
1: I, so special, Carla. I need
0: something next though. And I really need something to do with Everett. Cause I really feel like then, you know, a mother son one would be really good, but yeah. Well, I don't know of anything. Okay. Sadly. <laughs> well, if our listeners do reach out and I hope so, yeah. let us know what you guys are doing, because I want to know what everybody's doing. I love to know about the different um, books you guys are doing, curriculums you're doing, all of it. It's just, yes, I love it. Okay. So what activities are you guys involved in? Like, obviously you're in HCA, so you're in the co-op. Are you in anything else this year or is that like enough? We're
1: doing a, we're doing a field trip group also. Um, and it's just kind of a pick and choose, um, okay. like tomorrow after, so we have our enrichment classes at the park, but then after that, we're going to go do popsicles for police. And so like we've made signs for our local police officers, just telling them, thank you for keeping us safe. And we give them popsicles and ice cream and stuff. So, and we've done that, like they, they're doing window waves at some local nursing homes and so we just kind of add that. I look at the calendar and I see, you know, what's available and how that works for a week.
0: Um, and we'll go participate. So I don't even like know how you're doing all of that and working more than full time, like, and how you're even uh, sitting here and talking to me right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's because, well you have to think a lot of my hours as realtors spent on the weekends and in the evenings too. Um, and so I am able to And Jeremy's a great, we make a great team. So we just kind of go, I mean, he doesn't take them to field trips, (laughs) But, but you know what I mean? We're, I mean, you know, and I can say no to those things, right? I don't have to select to go to those things. So.
0: Right. That's so true. That's awesome. Well, I hear my kids, so I'm not going to um, do this too much longer because that they keep like busting in here. I don't know if you can hear them, but, hopefully
1: the restless.
0: <laughs> but do you just have anything else to share or anything? Oh, I'm going to do a question. Okay. If you could start over, is there anything like, I mean, from the very beginning, is there anything that you would have done differently?
1: No, because I really feel like, I know that's such a cliche answer, but like, I I have learned every mistake that I have made. I mean, my goal is not to make mistakes, right? I'd rather <laughs> learn from, I'd, <laughs> I'd rather learn from somebody else's mistakes. That's way easier. But, I, but honestly, in my failures, I have learned so much. I, I wouldn't even call them failures, but you know, just the, you know, when doors have closed or seasons have changed, I've learned so much from the mistakes that I wouldn't redo them.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I think that's a great answer. I feel the same way. And I feel like it's important for our kids to see us make make mistakes and how we get through them.
1: Yes, you know, like
0: yes, If they saw that we were perfect all the time, I mean, that's not, well, first of all, that's just not real. That's not how life is. Right. And I feel like that wouldn't prepare them well for the real world anyway. That would just set them up yes. for failure, honestly, because they can't, they wouldn't be able to live up to that. So yes yes I think that was a good answer (laughs) well the
1: only other thing that I was going to add was I have a sweet friend that also is in a similar position she's a business owner um, and their kids went to a private school and they pulled them back this year um, for regulations and things that didn't make them comfortable Um, but something that she has said that has stuck with me that I hope will help somebody else I overcomplicate things sometimes I'll think about things too much but in Habakkuk, it says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. That way he may run, he reads it. And so that is just really, that's our family Bible verse for this year, you know, mm-hmm. um, is to write the vision down and make it plain, you know, and so just trying not to overcomplicate this
0: complicated season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, all thank right. you so much for being on here. Do you have anything else you want to, to say to anybody? We had a little rough. I planned on stopping like at 430 and we had kind of a rough start. So, <laughs> so just that
1: I'm so ridiculously proud of you. You're oh. doing amazing things and I'm so proud of you and I'm rooting you on from the sidelines.
0: Well, well, I'm proud of you too. I still don't see how you do all of the things that you do. But oh.
1: <laughs> so the, all the Lords, Carlos, all the Lords. What are your well,
0: kids? What are your kids doing right now?
1: They were playing school, actually. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm surprised that you didn't hear them like it, because it gets really loud. I
0: Well, Jeremy I only said, hear I'm mine. I just <laughs> hear mine right now, and the storm outside, so. I
1: blame Jeremy's side of the family. They're all really loud people. I, myself, am not loud.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Jeff and I just had this conversation with a friend that came over the other night. Apparently, I'm really loud, and that's where all, no. of, our kids, that's where all of our kids got it from. They got it from me. Um, <laughs> When we first started dating, apparently in the movie theater, I would, I was one of those people that would talk loud and not whisper. He likes to tell this story.
1: (laughs) Is your whisper broken, Carla? Oh my
0: goodness, I love you. (laughs) I don't do it anymore, which we don't even really go to the movies anymore, but you know. (laughs)
1: Oh man. We're so cool. Yeah. I don't, I've not gotten the movies in forever.
0: That's why, I, that's why I do a podcast though. Cause I'm loud and I have a lot of words. That's what I've been told recently. So. Oh, those <laughs> are
1: such encouraging words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, I hope that you and your loud self have a great evening. <laughs>
0: Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for being on here. Thank mm-hmm. you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Amanda for being on the show. As I was listening back, uh, there was one part of the show where we were talking about how she put her kids into public school after like quickly after homeschooling. And we didn't elaborate on what happened there and why she pulled them out and put them into a private school. And that was because that's really not what this podcast is about. But I was, I was listening, I realized We kind of left that on a cliffhanger and didn't really explain that at all. So just know that it was just a very unique type of bullying situation that just was not handled well by the administrators of the school. So they just did what any good parent would do, and they found another option, and they were able to do it really quickly. The Lord really helped them through that financially. And it ended up working out, and I'm so I'm so glad that she's back at our homeschool co-op and that she's homeschooling again. We were we've been friends this whole time, um, but it's just it's nice to be able to see her and her kids regularly. So, if you guys have any questions for me or for her, just reach out. If you are someone who is trying to navigate all of this and balance the work life and the home life, I know that she would have some great insight for you. If you had any further questions, just reach out to me on the Transparent Homeschooling page, either on Instagram or on Facebook, and I will make sure that she sees it if you have any questions. So thank you again for listening. This is Transparent Homeschooling with Carla Givens.